Michael Letts is the CEO of InvestUSA.org, which is an organization that helps law enforcement officers get bulletproof vests. He's also a person in charge of restoring JusticeUS.org as well. Michael Letts joins us here on Speaking Out America. Lots to talk about, Michael. Uh, first off, let's talk oh, about the shooting yeah. uh, or the stabbing of Derek Chauvin uh, while in a penitentiary. What happened there? He's the guy, of course, that was made famous for putting the knee down on George Floyd. What happened there? His right. family didn't even know about it uh, before the press got hold of it. W- what's the story? No, they didn't. Here's the sad part. We need to make sure your listeners understand the uh, background information. Of course, you know, we've known for some time that the far left, the liberal system, Want to control the American populace, they've got to get rid of firearms. And, of course, to do that, they had to get rid of uh, local and state police to defund black marginalized, et cetera. But all that hadn't been created as of yet. So they were looking for a great narrative to do that. They got a story of a white officer on a black fellow that he's pressing on his uh, knee and deliberately suffocating him. And, of course, they jumped on that. They got the mainstream media to jump on it. Here were the problems with the case. The coroner actually revealed that uh, it was fentanyl, drugs in his system. He had a rare heart condition as well. But fentanyl, adrenaline, and a heart condition is what did him in. It was, had nothing to do with uh, asphyxiation. But they had already picked this as their story and their narrative because right after this, as you were recalling, Jim, that's when Black Lives Matters became prominent. Yeah. Defund the police became prominent, et cetera. So they had their eggs in that basket. They weren't going to let it go. Here's how they did to make sure they didn't let it go. They removed it from state jurisdiction. They made it a federal case. Remember, the Department of Justice came in yeah. and made it a civil rights case. The interesting thing about this is that when the coroner issue first initiated that report, they had him change it two days after that. He uh, changed his report and ruled it a homicide by asphyxiation. Kind of caught the defense attorneys off guard in the family, so they ordered independent medical evaluations. Sad part about it, Jim, is those evaluations came back before jury deliberations and once again confirmed that it was not a matter of asphyxiation, but it was a matter of drug usage combined with heart conditions. Justice Department refused to allow that information to be presented to the jury. So they blocked exculpatory evidence. Now, that's prosecutorial misconduct in and of itself. But anyway, they went through, convicted him, sent him off got what they wanted because that was the uh, starting point for defund the police, Black Lives Matters, et cetera. So they were able to generate this whole thing towards their narrative of ultimately giving full control. Problem is the family didn't forget about it, neither did the attorneys. And through appeals and other things, they're now asking that this information be uh, sufficient to grant a new trial. They're not saying he's innocent. They're saying they want a new trial. And they want this information, which he has every right to, to be uh, presented to a jury. They feel very strongly that if a jury sees that, he won't be convicted of anything. Well, remember now he's in a federal uh, prison system because it was the feds that came in. So the feds have done a great job up to this point for two, two and a half years of making sure that he was isolated, make sure he's protected. But now they don't want this whole story to unravel. So isn't it ironic that suddenly when this begins to come out, he is uh, inadvertently misplaced and put in harm's way and stab, you know, seriously stab. They actually were hoping to take him out. Didn't work. My understanding is he will make a recovery. But now the question remains, where do we go from here? The evidence should definitely be heard by a jury. Um, we're not saying he's saying innocent or guilty. But you can't try somebody when you 
block evidence that proves their innocence. And it's just unconstitutional. And by now, the Justice Department is remaining mum. You're not hearing what they're going to do by making sure he stays secure and stays safe. So they're kind of in a quandary right now because they don't want this case to blow up, for lack of a better word, and unravel everything they've been trying to put together over the last few years. I feel so bad for Derek and his family. Yeah, He is being victimized by the Department of Justice, no fault of his own. And, of course, it sends a very clear message to not just Derek, but to law enforcement and to conservatives. You don't do what we tell you to do, you're going to suffer a huge consequence. And that is just intolerable in this country, Jim. Well, they'll use, I'm, I can foresee that there will come a day where Chauvin will be released from jail and he will be exonerated once the truth comes out. The truth always somehow seems to come out, and I hope it does. Just like the truth came out today that we have Jack Smith, who is going after Donald Trump, uh, and it has been revealed that now all of the people who tweeted or retweeted Trump's tweets on uh, provingly uh, on, on or around January 6th, Every one of those American citizens who pressed that little like button, that little heart on Twitter, uh, which is a an expression of your First Amendment right, is now being Correct. chased down by the feds. They're going to find those people. They're going to try to, uh, God knows what they're going to try to do, but it sounds to me like we, we woke up today in tyranny. What's your opinion? We did. No, you're, you're exactly right. We've been saying it for some time that we have rogue agencies. That are the top agencies, the Department of Justice, the Bureau, and others. Imagine being told by the Department of Justice that we have to subpoena about uh, X, or you know, it used to be Twitter, and others. We want every record of anybody who's ever supported Donald Trump. They're building their list of those who are conservatives so they know who to go after. And quite frankly, if we don't stop them and stop them now, which is why we have talked about on your show, Jim, how do you stop the people at the very top who think they're above the law? There's only one way, and that's a military tribunal. And that is why you saw Donald Trump come out, I think it was yesterday or the day before, suggesting now that perhaps the military tribunal and use of the military is warranted and justified and will be needed in the upcoming days. So the stage is being set. We are not going to sit idly by and allow a bunch of communist, uh, liberal Democrats to destroy 250 years of uh, what our founding fathers put together, freedom and liberty. Not without a fight, we're not. Well, it doesn't seem like I'm hearing too much from our conservative Republicans about any of this, really. I mean, where's Rand Paul? Where's Jim Jordan? They've all, it seems like since the new speaker in the House, all these committees, all these people have gone completely silent. I don't understand. Well, let me give you, let me give you a little bit of background, and I think your listeners uh, can read between the lines. And this is tragic, what I'm fixing to tell you. The Republican caucus in the House, the members of the Republican Party in the House, had together collectively agreed that there would be no more additional funding for the Bureau because they have gone so rogue. And what did they mean by additional funding? You remember the Bureau wants a new facility bigger than the Pentagon. Yeah. And they had said, nope, we're not even going to talk about additional funding. We ought to be talking about cutting your current funding, but we're not, we'll talk about that later, but there definitely will not be any more money for any facility. Well, this, a week and a half ago, the Columbia, I mean, the D.C. Metro, were doing an undercover investigation on an escort operation. Yeah. Uh, they made arrest. Suddenly, the feds, the FBI came in and took over. And we understand there is a large, not a few, a large list of lawmakers 
that are on that service. Oh my gosh! Are you talking about the scary. one with the two? Uh, I think they were Thai, Taiwanese, or uh, I can't remember. Oh, well, that, out of Boston, is that same part of that same international ring? That's part of it. Part of that ring. Hmm. But he, he, here's what becomes so alarming that your listeners will be able to add two and two together. Two days after that, and you remember the the, the it was stated we have the list, but yeah. it's never been released. Yeah. Two days after that, a vote was held on the House for a preliminary vote just to see where they were at for funding for an additional $200 million for the Bureau to begin the process of this new building. Oh, my God. You remember, they'd all committed to not voting for that. And then guess 70, what? 70 Republicans changed their vote. So the, the, it's clear to me, just basically on what you said, that our Department of Justice is completely weaponized by the current administration. They're going to go after anybody right. and they're going to use our own Department of Justice to do it. Extortion, do whatever it. you want to call it. It's just unbelievable. And the sad thing is what you said about, you know, where are our Republicans on the Hill? Well, if you've got 70 of them that are willing to change their vote uh, over an incident that just happened, how many of those Republicans there have been compromised? Yeah. And now you begin to see that when it comes to you, the vote contents are you going to be outed you're beginning to see what you really have, Jim. Oh, man. You know, it, uh, they've made movies about these with, <laughs> you know, and we never thought it could happen, but here we are, and I I, I just I just scratch my head. Uh, Michael Letts joining us, investusa.org, also restorejustice.us. Uh, great guy, law enforcement, special forces. He served our country uh, twice. And, ladies and gentlemen, a, a true hero. Michael, we'll talk to you again soon. Keep up the good fight. Thank you, Jim. God bless you. God bless America.